I wanted to do something a little bit interesting. I wanted to record a bonus podcast because sometimes I have ideas which don't necessarily fit into what is now being loosely defined as a kind of 20 to 30 minute format, usually closer to the 20 minute point of these long funks. And this is associated with, this is a meta podcast. This is a podcast about podcasts, which is one of the reasons it doesn't lend itself very well to long funk recordings. But I wanted to point out that my wife thoroughly enjoys listening to podcasts. She listens to a lot of podcasts. We share some podcasts. We share certain crime-related podcasts because we both have an interest in real crime, true crime, or whatever that is. But one of the things that my wife doesn't do, but she has done historically, is that she doesn't currently listen to any of my podcasts. For a short period of time, she listened to Stone Ape. For a longer period of time, she listened to Short Funk, which is the abbreviated version of Long Funk. Well, not really the abbreviated version. It's a completely different thing. But it was my nominally daily podcast. She'd listen to that. And she'd listen to that really up until the end of the recording. It was quite fascinating, actually, that I would... I mean, it's based on when she did various things, cleaning house and this kind of stuff. She'd listen to podcasts. So she would listen to maybe 10 Short Funks in a row... Or even sometimes she'd go into the back catalogue. She'd go back and listen to 20 prior short funks. So she has listened to my podcasts occasionally, but she gets the pure form, right? <laughs> what you hear in the podcast is only a, just a smattering, a wafer-thin example of the unique perspectives that sometimes come from this particular person. And one of the things that really interests me is feedback that she gave recently that the podcasts that I record are like a piece of history. Podcasts now aren't recorded like this. This is an idea associated with what podcasting should be, which I have carried on for about 12 years now. This form, as I record it, is a historical memory of something that was started 12 years ago and has not actually, outside of my recordings and a very small smattering of others, a really small smattering of others, Everything now for podcasts is commercial podcasting format with a pre-roll and all this kind of stuff. I've started to wonder if I should actually record fake pre-rolls and just kind of pepper them through. You know, so many possibilities to record fake pre-rolls and pretend that they're ads, but just like go to town with how ridiculous all this stuff is. And I think what's interesting to me through recording these podcasts is... The notion that once this was identified, once my wife said, you represent a historical legacy, you are something of anomaly in this field, which is completely and utterly unlike what you do in it, I started to realise that it was actually not just an ounce of truth in that. Oftentimes, as my wife points out things to me, I realise that they are not only blindly the case, but are so blatantly the case that I have to declare them. And it's always interested me the potential to move into this form. I did, for a short period of time, record a podcast with a gentleman, probably about, I don't know, four to six months, with a gentleman who was actively seeking sponsorship and actively had sponsors and did all that kind of stuff, and my stuff ultimately came to conflict with this model. So it's not like I haven't participated in this thing, but also you've got to appreciate that I am not an American, and a lot of these podcasts are Americans. And when they bring in people that aren't Americans, it's not in the kind of role that I have historically had with this audio form. So I need to understand that not only has this thing changed, podcasts, kind of culturally, whatever, commercially, what have you, 
But my own experience through this is very unique and well-defined. And within that, I just need to be comfortable with this thing. What interests me here is that I still maintain a group of listeners, a changing group of listeners, but a group of listeners nonetheless. And in doing this, the thing that has made my podcast not necessarily successful, but at least self-sustaining and nurturing in some regard, has come through word of mouth. So the responsibility is here really with the listenership to talk about these curious little things that I put out in some strange way. And listeners historically have done this. What I find really curious about this thing is when I put out this idea that actually talking about podcasts, actually getting other folks listening to these things is a way in which these ideas could propagate. And when I did Stone Ape, there were couples that would listen to Stone Ape together. And this notion of the couple cast where two people would listen to the podcast and then they'd talk about the podcast amongst themselves and potentially with other people was a really interesting model for slowly building an audience. But without this thing, without this notion that there are external people that listen to this thing and then carry it on in some regard, these podcasts become not necessarily hollow, but not even really a stark contrast to the other modes of podcasting. I don't even know really what I'm trying to say here, aside from the fact that if people don't talk and think and interact with the podcasts associated with communicating with others, maybe it's a private pleasure. And I've started to embrace that in various levels that a lot of the podcasts that I record are like treats for people that come out periodically. And I think the nature of podcasts do have that element in it. Very few podcasts are really detailed information. The informational podcasts are always really curious because they're always juxtaposed with, you know, ads and other curious entities. And actually what you find through the informational podcasts is that oftentimes it's just opinion masquerading as information. And that in and of itself is rather curious. But within this perspective, obviously on some level, what I do with audio and putting it out, getting listeners to think and communicate with amongst themselves and with others and potentially going to Facebook and all this kind of stuff, this has sustained this thing for me. And if this is just a dinosaur medium of communication... And this other thing, this podcasting thing has evolved separate to this. And I've just maintained my own particular style. And then everyone else has gone in a different direction. I wonder if it's possible for a stylistic, I don't know, reach back. It's a stylistic hand to be passed backwards and the potential to appear on other podcasts. But what I found historically is that I'm opinionated and isolated through my opinions and this makes it difficult, aside from podcasts that I create and edit myself, to actively do that in some meaningful sense. So this is an idea that I wanted to put out in a bonus recording, a slightly shorter bonus recording, to give ideas out to the broader community and think about how, as you consume these things, as you consume these audio entities, what you can do in your broader social group to even admit that you might be listening to some crazy lunatic former Australian guy rave on about all this bizarro shit. See what you can do with that, perhaps. Tom Barbelay, recording a bonus episode and signing out.